With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. And welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Off. Well, that just like the foam top, the little foam kiss nice. you get. I wonder if people get grossed out by that, like us doing this. <sighs> We've been doing this now for so long that I don't ever think about the fact that, like, the ASMR that, aspect of it. Yeah, and it's not necessarily like a hot thing. You know, like you know, people do the like, do it for me, do it for me. Do what the drinking? Just yeah, okay. You hear it. It sounds, it's honestly soothing. You like it? It does. I do like it. Is it because it like signals a good time's coming? It definitely sounds like good time's coming because it either sounds like a beer being sipped. Or a bong being or ripped. Or a bong being ripped, <laughs> yeah. Both of which are soothing sounds, even though like at this point, your boy's not ripping bongs anymore. That's a surefire way like for a me joint to like... Guy. Yeah, that's a surefire way for me to lose vision for like a, like probably like 12 seconds. Wow. Get maybe the cold sweats. I have this guy I work with, good buddy. Um, he is an amazing guy, but he gets grumpy. So literally he has next to him like a full-blown bong. Mm-hmm. And anytime he gets, he starts getting, rah, rah, I just go bong. bong and then he hits it. And then all of a sudden he's happy again. And I'm like, all right. If that's all it takes for some people, I'm a big fan. Like we were, my friends and I were bong boys in uh in high school. Like no. uh, everyone I knew was yeah, right? Shocking. <laughs> what? Shocking revelation. <laughs> the yeah. bong boys. That's gotta but be like a weed company. I can't it should be, right? We coined it. You heard it here right, first, hey, hey, ladies hey, and you gentlemen. You guys can't take it. But yeah. We were, believe it or not, that was a big thing for us. That's true. I feel like in, in high school, bongs were like everyone, it was like, oh, bongs. That we was went, like a very much, a th- I don't hear about bongs. It was just that we're not like 18 I, anymore. I don't know. I think the culture's kind of shifted. That's my guess, at least. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, like, I'm assuming this because now vape pens are like a whole thing. And That's like, true. Vaping, why would you go throw that work? It's so stealthy uh-huh. versus like, a bong is like a whole process and to do and this sure. thing you have to have. But like, dude, I remember, we I mean, we had the carrying cases for them. We were all hiding them from our moms. Like, <laughs> sure. How do you hide that? Well, I also like to have a case, you know, like it's like a, no, a, a the big, it's like, they were so funny. Like these like sleeping bag cases <laughs> right. for them. Well, there were like, did, did you have like the nice ones? Cause I remember going yes. like smoke shops. They was like really, you know, amazing art with like a i remember seeing ones with wizards and princesses and it was just so those like were, insane those were to me those were the low-hanging fruit those were like the oh you've smoked weed once so you're oh. buying that the high quality stuff you wanted looked like lab material it looked like a These bunsen burner type thing like erlenmeyer flasks 
That's yeah. like the triangular bottom. Yeah. That was really ideal for milking it. Or some people I knew, like the straight shooters, I was never really into that. It just, there's not enough water. It just got gross way too fast to me. Got it. The real, the real key was the, we were all into roars. That's roars, a brand. German glass, the roars. Yeah. It was interesting. So we walked into, I mean, we were nerds on this shit. You so, were weed nerds. Big time. And we, I walked into um, a smoke shop with my friend to buy papers for, of all things, just rolling tobacco. Mm-hmm. And, but they had like a crazy ass bong display back there and we were just walking through it. And I was like, there's, I don't recognize any of the brands. Like when we were kids, it was like the Roar and Illadelph, that was the top shelf. Okay. And then there was like some subsidiary, like local companies, but really like if you wanted international top shelf, top tier, high value brands, those were the two. Those were the two. Yeah. That was it. That was all there was. Mm. And that was like, I don't know, it was a simpler time. I mean, weed was illegal. You had to like get in the back of some sketchy ass dude's suburban with like four of his friends and you always thought you were going to get robbed or jumped. Right. Isn't it funny that you could sell that like it was illegal, mm -hmm. but you could go to a place and they sold everything you needed for that illegal for thing. tobacco Evan. right right yeah because i know a lot of my friends were big they would they would buy huge bongs for tobacco yeah <laughs> like it is isn't it funny oh i need this vaporizer for my tobacco yeah, 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 yeah. i need this eight foot bong because tonight we're having a party and everyone's doing tobacco actually and you know what my tolerance is so high i need that attached to a gas mask <laughs> right because i love smoking cigarettes but i can't get enough cigarettes going it's too much oxygen really <laughs> so I know that was funny. That was just like a funny thing. We yeah. Were, I, I just, yeah. Like looking back on our youth and my, I was talking to my friend. I mean, when you're in it like that, nothing hits the same. Yeah. So you have to do like, you have to use the bong. And my uh, friend yeah. was talking about, it, he's like, it, it finally took me smashing mine into pieces in the trash can to break the habit. Wow. Because he he was like, I would throw it away and the next day he would pull it out of the trash can. Sure, 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 sure. Again. I sympathize with that, by the way. I understand I'm a it. Big, I'm a big, like I could totally throw something away and just rip it out of the trash yeah. the next day. So he's like, I literally had to shatter it in order to like stop myself. And you're like, I'm young and I'm broke so I can't buy another one kind of situation. Dude. Are you yeah. are you pretty good at quitting stuff? Like, like let's if just I say. If I make my mind up. Like, let's just say you're like, you know, I don't know. I've been eating gummy bears 24-7. It's gotten out of hand. But you're like super addicted to gummy bears. And you're like, all I eat is gummy bears. I feel sick all the time, but I, but I, I want them so bad. Are you like, a, I wean off the gummy bears? Or are you like, oh, cold turkey? And it's no problem. Cold turkey. And it's and you can do it and it doesn't bother you? It's not that it's no problem, but there is no... For me, there's no middle ground. There, I don't believe in weaning off of things. That just feels like, what is that? Like, I don't know. I No, you're a jump in head first guy. Whatever it is. Yeah, like I'll start slow. But if it's time to quit something, I'm it's just hard. like, you just stop. You just mm. got to stop it. Like cigarettes, that's how I was. You just wanted to... Boom. Except my weaning was like... um, Jewels or something. No, because I quit smoking before any of that stuff. It oh. was mostly just like... uh. 
Well, I had, I had like, um, my mouth was just getting fucked up. Oh, really? Oh, uh. yeah. My mouth was getting fucked up. I had to have a gum graft when I was like in my early twenties. Because of how much you were smoking cigarettes? Um, it was a combo of or Maybe things. you were susceptible to it. I and wasn't you... even smoking that much, to be honest. I wasn't uh. like someone who smoked like an excessive amount of cigarettes. I probably had like seven or eight cigarettes a day. Yeah, but that's like a decent amount. That That's enough to like start doing well, stuff. Well, and on top of like smoking weed yeah drinking yeah that was like college days when like i was drinking hard alcohol more and that was like i had to go see a a a gum doctor and he was like yeah he's like honestly do you smoke it no well he was actually like the hard alcohol is actually far worse it like interesting it it was just like they were all working together to just basically not (laughs) to to make your life hell yeah (laughs) you're like you got a great it was an easy like actually i had a very easy time quitting cigarettes because of that and i stopped drinking hard alcohol for an extremely like even now like i i can't i don't really drink cocktails at all oh really yeah like i don't really like taking shots i really like the taste of like a good a good cocktail yeah just a good yeah but like well dude it's funny i feel like my knee in the surgery is probably similar to the graph you had where it's like once something happens that's actually really scary you're like oh i'm not gonna do any stupid stuff that's gonna cause my knee to have a problem ever again no. like i'm never gonna play basketball i'm never gonna be jumping on things like i'm gonna work my knee out i'm gonna be super safe i'm gonna take care of it because this sucked so bad versus like people that are like i don't know i've been doing all this crazy like people who like party for 50 years they're like nothing really bad's happened so like why should i or like i know i should stop but there's not that like yeah and i i firmly believe like our our bodies are just different some people's Dude, why like, can people why can old like we can meet a grandma that's 106 and she's just ripping cigarettes and like perfect teeth no problem and you're like how and then you go Dude, to the doctor like, and they're like perfect health i smoked for like two years and i like my gums went away <laughs> <laughs> like that makes no sense you know or you have like like friends where the people who like they start like they start smoking and they become like a burnout right and then you have people who are like high level accountants and they're high doing math right and you're <laughs> like it is weird we're all we're weird. All that is not the same that is not how my brain operates the on rules that. don't apply to everyone those commercials where they showed like an egg frying yeah that is my brain on drugs not i can't do high level math you know i'm like i'm good for cartoons i'm good for cartoons i'm good for chilling i'm good for some surf by the I'm way s- can we talk about your surf trip my eyeballs are sunburned i was gonna say you're, they trip. look bloodshot so either you're been hitting that bong again i have or- not i actually this is the longest time i've gone without smoking weed how and, long has it been uh since i left for the trip okay so like a week yeah wow it's actually big to, to all of you laughing at me, and that's a big deal. I love that. You mean longest since you started smoking weed? That's the longest you've gone. Would you say? Uh, no, but like in recent years, that's yeah. probably the longest I've gone. Okay. But um, the Could trip you- was phenomenal, start to finish. It's the best. We are all saying it's the best surf trip we've ever had. We literally we landed on zero sleep. We left LA at midnight. We didn't sleep at all. And we got, dude, fucking Valeris. Oh, you flew Valeris? Valeris is an airline you have to fly on because you just don't have options, but no one actually enjoys it. I'm sure there was Delta or something, but it was like three times the price kind of thing. Dude, the seats were like, this flight was from, like this plane was from the 80s. No, Valeris is like spirit. There was no padding in this. I could like feel the metal underneath my seats and they were like scratched up and grow the headset you couldn't move the head thing at all 
and you're just like squished in there. It's only like a three and a half hour flight to Mexico City, but it was god awful. Yeah, brutal. And it's the worst customer service I've ever experienced. Those are buses in the air. Those are public buses in the air. They don't, they're not looking to like make sure that you have the hors d'oeuvres you're interested in. My buddy, my buddy puts his foot down on, in certain occasions. Like he, he gets real stubborn. Yeah. So like, uh, we were in a row where it was like three people were in the row and there was a row next to us. No one was in Completely empty. So he moves over there so we can just like have some space. And they go, sir, that is not your seat. The stewardess is wants him to move really bad and he's like, why and she's like that's not your assigned seat and he goes okay but i'm uncomfortable in my assigned seat no one's sitting here so i'm just gonna sit here and she's like no sir like you didn't pay for that seat if you sit there i'm gonna have to pay for it what and my friend was just like no you're not no you're not and she was like yeah and he speaks fluent spanish and at that point he was just like started talking to her in spanish she's like no no you're not gonna have to that's the dumbest thing i've ever heard and all these people were just like, oh my God. And yeah. she he, she was like, sir, you need to move. He's like, no, no, I don't. I'm going to sit right here. And he's like, I don't care if you don't like pay it. I don't care if you don't sell me drinks or I'm not going back. I'm sitting right here. That's, that's bullshit. And just sat there for the rest of the flight. I fucking love, I love being with him for that reason. Cause I'm like. That's how we we just both get infuriated about By those injustice. things. No, can, well, no, no, can I give a counter, Can I give a counterpoint? Yeah. It. I think the idea is that it keeps people from moving to whatever chair they want. Because at the end of the day, like someone else wanted, would love to have sit there, but they can't. But everyone knows once everyone gets on the plane, it's first come, first serve to the open seat. I agree. If it's not first class, if it's not, if you're not doing a class upgrade. Who the fuck cares? Like, honestly, at the end of the day... You snooze, you lose, you, you didn't get to that You bed. didn't get to the open row and you're not sleeping on the plane. That's your fault. That's your fault. See, what I would have threatened him with was, you're going to have to pay for that extra seat. And we're going to charge your card. I've been like, how? Well, your card already paid for this seat. They don't know where you sit. They have to ask you for your ticket to be like, where's your 19, sir? <laughs> <laughs> so okay so I your just, friend and this isn't like wall. a dig on flight services this is a dig on valeris staff. yeah like obviously this it one, is the uh, singular airline where i experience this almost every time i fly well she's clearly just trying to do her job which is to basically make everyone upset i don't think that's her job title it's maybe not <laughs> but it's sort of like the secret menu you know what i mean like okay. <laughs> I consistently have a bad time flying Valeris, but yeah, it takes me sure. to a place I really enjoy. But so she probably isn't happy working for Valeris because you know they she deals with your friend. I will say they all <laughs> look miserable. Well, yeah, because they know that everyone's miserable. Then and then people are getting mad, so they're having to deal with customers who are unhappy. I don't understand it. Yeah. I literally don't understand. It's because they're on like an old stinky plane that definitely people used to smoke cigarettes on. Oh yeah. Like every other airline wouldn't fly it, but you fly on, you'd fly it on Valeris. Right. Okay, broads interrupting the bros. So, you know, those errands that you swear only take five minutes, but in actuality from start to finish, it always takes way longer than that. And it eats the rest of your day or your time set aside for other tasks. And then you're behind or suddenly your whole schedule is off for me. That was always the post office. In theory, it should take five minutes right in and out. Boom, boom. (sighs) In actuality. 
driving there in L.A. traffic, no less, 15 minutes, finding parking, five minutes, standing in line, at least 10 minutes. I mean, all said and done, a quote unquote five minute errand could end up taking closer to 45 minutes, which is why I don't go to the post office at all anymore. I use stamps.com. I do not miss those post office days at all. When you start using stamps.com, it's an errand of the past because in an instant, you can do everything you would normally do at the post office from your home computer with a regular printer. You don't need any special equipment. You're able to compare different shipping carriers. You can find the best rates, delivery times, print labels, schedule pickups from your house. Even track your packages all the way through delivery. It's incredible. Amazing. And if you plan on using Stamps.com to help run your small business, which I highly recommend, Stamps.com makes it even easier by integrating seamlessly with Shopify, Amazon, Etsy, eBay, and more. And don't forget, you'll even get access to savings you can't get at the post office, like up to 30% off USPS rates and 86% off UPS shipping rates. That makes a huge difference. It's huge. And especially if you're running your own small business. Oh, you need it. Massive. Don't mail and ship the hard way. Sign up with stamps.com today. Sign up with promo code chatty for a special offer that includes a four week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long term commitments or contracts are necessary. Just go to stamps.com. Click on the mic at the top of the homepage. Enter code chatty. Okay, so I'm freaking out over my hair. I'll be honest. It's never looked or felt better. It really is stunning. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I had the pixie cut for a while, which you never know I may go back to, and I loved it. But I wanted to do something new, and you all know my hair struggles. The only thing that helped grow my hair personally for me was Vegamore. Vegamore is unbelievable. And thank you to Vegamore because it's looking longer, it's growing, it's feeling stronger and healthier than I ever thought it could. Yeah. So they take a total clean and vegan approach to hair health. They use a system of smart botanicals um, instead of harmful chemicals. And that promotes visibly thicker, fuller, healthier, longer looking hair without all of the other crap and their entire collection is made totally cruelty free and without harmful chemicals like i was saying like parabens or hormones and if you're looking to add length and fullness like i'm currently uh go with the grow revitalizing shampoo and conditioner kit which starts to increase hair strength and thickness from the roots down. The thing that I love is that you're not adding this like extra step to your routine, just shampoo and condition as you normally would. But with these products, it's the easiest way to stick to your routine and make sure that you get the results you're looking for. I'm loving what I've been seeing so far by using Vegamore, and I can't wait to see what it looks like in a few more weeks and even months. Give your hair exactly what it's been craving with Vegamore. Go to vegamore.com slash chatty and use code chatty to save 20% on your first order. That's spelled V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash chatty and use code chatty to save 20% at vegamore.com slash chatty. I also am obsessed with their dry shampoo. Even if you're not interested, if you don't need a growth product in particular, the dry shampoo, it's like the only one I can find that doesn't have a bunch of toxins that make me feel like I'm choking when I use it. It's incredible. Anyway, whatever. That was the bad part of the trip. The good part of the trip was everything other than the airplane. Okay. And our boards arrived safe, which I will say thank you to the baggage handlers for that. Thank you to Valeris. But from the moment we got off, we had our cab driver stop at this one wave called Barra de la Cruz, a.k.a. Barra. And oh, so you didn't get to your destination. You stopped and surfed immediately. Immediately. <laughs> because it was good. And then, and that's like a, you're lucky to get that wave Got it. by yourself. Um. That's a popular spot. And then we drove two and a half hours down to where we were at and we scored all day, every day. 
and there were specific oh so the waves are perfect every day yeah but where you're at like some points like you still have to like take all the factors into consideration tide wind swell sure directions of all of these things all have to line up to make certain spots work our dude was just on it he knew everywhere he was like this this is where we're going we went and it was pristine and he'd be like, we're only going to stay here for like this long. Then we're shifting gears and we're going over to this spot. One wave in particular is a really sought after wave called Chippewa. It's like one of the longest right-hand point breaks in the world. It's, it's like two to 300 meters. We caught it for the only two to three hour window that entire week where it was connecting from the top of the point all the way to the bottom. And we surfed it with like maybe six other people. And I'm telling my wave, our wave count conservatively every day was 70s. We surfed like we were surfing probably six six hours a day. It was insane, dude. Now, by day like four, are you kind of like by day four? We had gone. I don't know if I want to surf today, kind of thing. By day four, we had gone to the pharmacy to buy Adderall to be able to continue surfing. I was going to say, I feel like, so with golf, I don't, I've never <laughs> done surf trips like this, but you know, I grew up surfing a little bit and you know, not like I was never like super, super good, but like, I definitely was like an amateur surfer. I could go out and surf, whatever. But like, I would have those days where you'd surf for three, four hours in, in a couple days in a row. And then by like day three, I'm just kind of like, I'm kind of over so, surfing. Same with golf. I've gone on golf trips where it's like you do two a days. And then by like the third day, you're kind of like, I don't think I want to golf today. Well, it's le- like surfing's just so different than any other sport because there's something like so intimate between you and the ocean. And every wave is completely new. Every and different. wave so it's is very a like unique exhilarating that thing way. that you o- only you experience it. And so like it's it's a very passionate like sport. Sure. You know, no. like every sport is, but there's something so it's intrinsically unique about that to me. Like in rock climbing, the climb doesn't change unless it's someone right breaks it. Right. It's right there. But like the rock doesn't just like come up a right. certain time of the year. Every day the rock's the not a new is, formation. When the wind is perfect and the moon is in a certain sort of alignment, which is what surfing is. That's how, that is literally not, an, that is exactly what it is. It's not an exaggeration. It's honestly an understatement. And to add to your point, there's nothing, you're in water. I mean, you're, you're writing a natural like occurrence. Like it really is like, I've told friends who'd never surfed before, like being in a barrel is one of the most, like you can't really experience There's nothing like, like it. It's like completely one, one of one. There's also like, just because we scored at this time of the year, if I were to go next year, the same hurricane isn't going to be happening on the other side of the world, creating the, the same yeah. conditions. You know what I mean? It's like, it's once in a lifetime, right. every wave. Right. And like, maybe that's a little too poetic for some, but that is what it is. Um, so it was just very magical from start to finish. It felt like a dream, like a perfect amazing. dream. I'm waiting for something awful to happen to me. Because it, So it was that amazing for you? It was that incredible. Wow. And then... Dude, that's um, amazing. Congrats. Thank you. I mean, on my very last... Our last two days, we were taking a boat out to like a really isolated spot. And like we were told there was going to be one other boat there when we pulled up that they were going to be leaving at a certain time and we pull up and it's, do you know who Alex Nost is? No. He's a pro surfer from Costa Mesa, but he's there with a couple buddies and we were like, no fucking way. 
And so we were like, do you mind if we like crash the party? And he's like, no, not at all. Like hop in the water. And we just like had a session with someone that we like follow and like stylize, you know, just be like, dude, like I want to surf like him and he's in the water. So we were like, dude, we want to go back to that same spot the next day. And so we show up super early we're the only boat out there we like the our guide was talking to the charter service and he's like look like there technically isn't a boat available but the people who were supposed to be on it yesterday never showed up and they booked it again for today so like there's a chance they might not no he just goes so fuck them i'm just not gonna take them you guys show up earlier and i'm just gonna take you guys and there just isn't gonna be a boat for them because that's how this shit is and so like we're like sick that's cool for us so we get out there early we're surfing like by ourselves, completely by ourselves for like two hours. And all of a sudden, like the wave starts really working. Like the morning sickness kind of got out of it. That's like when it's, you know, it was kind of yeah. stormy the day before. So conditions just weren't as clean as they were supposed to be. But then it really started to clean up as the tide was dropping. And like three boats roll up and we we're like, like who are these right. guys like coming in? You know, it's like surfing's very. You no, know, no. You, and, and what's so special too, like when you like have a, like, when you have a place There's nothing. And, you're, and no one's around and you just have the spot and you're with your couple of buddies and you're just having that experience and then all of a sudden someone comes in, you're like... It's very territorial. Well, you just feel like now that experience has been muddled down. The bubble been I have popped. to fight for every little moment. It's like... It's, it's not just you and the boys anymore. And the concern is really the vibes sure. that these new people are going to bring into your situation. Yeah. It's really like being on drugs. And so... Anyway, these guys pull over like three boats, dude. Like that's a lot of people. That's a lot of people to come into the point. One of the boats goes on shore and just starts unloading camera gear. And we're like, that's serious. What's going like, that's on serious. Here? Alex Nost pulls back up. Oh, cool. And then all of a sudden we see this other dude and we're like, is that? And we were like, just like that guy. Like, by the way, Mikey February sounds like a fake person. No, he. Hey, is, Mikey February's dude. He is style god, and we were just like, is this shortboard, longboard? What is this? He does everything. He's just these. All these guys, they're not CT or like pro surfers. Oh, they're more like they're, Instagram they're pro dudes. surfers. They're like they are lifestyle. Got it. They're the Vans team. So the Vans team just showed up, and we were like, mm-hmm. and so you they, guys were fanboying big time. They, well, we were playing it cool. Right, but inside you were freaking out. And they were just like, hey, do you guys mind? We're like, no. Like they asked. And we just like, they had the camera set up, dude, and we just seshed for like four hours. And the whole time we kept whispering to each other, like, dude, you know, can you believe this? is this happening. Is-? <laughs> and we were like talking about the mechanics together, like about this, like the takeoff was super tricky. Like it was this whole thing where we were like, I, I couldn't have asked for a capstone to like a better situation. It was the perfect ending to the trip. And then they were like, where are you guys going? When we had to leave, we're like, dude, we have a flight. They're like, oh shit. Cause like, we just come down here and stay down here for a little bit of time. The, we scored this window of swell where like it changed from three to four feet to like five to seven for the entire seven day period we were there. And on the eighth day, it was supposed to pick up to eight to 12 feet and, and they're the like, why the, would you leave? For the rest of that week, it's supposed to be eight to 12 feet. It's like right now. Um, so they striked it down there through their sponsors just for that window. Oh, God. So we caught them all on their warm up day. And so every, it was just like, dude, it was awesome. It was just awesome. And like, 
yeah anyway it was just incredible and now i'm back to reality and um it doesn't feel like anything ever happened right. and i don't you felt under- like you just woke up from a dream pretty much wow. and now i'm just like back into the regular swing of things um what i am pleased to say though is uh when we get to the recap this week's episode was i thought it was really good sick that was really good i shed a tear in this week shed a tear i cried dude whoa I was in an emotional state. I'm like, I had a, such a positive experience and now I'm like, I'm all like charged up. Question and, to wrap that up. Uh, when you come back from a trip like that. Yeah. Or any overly great experience. Do you savor it to take into your life or are you just sad you're not back there? I think we say, uh, this is one you savor because it was like, it's, I don't think I'll ever have a surf trip as consistent as that like as just picture perfect the first time i went to oaxaca was like the best surf trip i'd had and that was with one of my buddies i was with and like a couple other friends and um we were there for five days and i think we surfed three got it so like and that was an amazing surf trip right um and then like well this was seven days straight and it wasn't like it wasn't like oh it was the conditions were good enough to surf it was stand out conditions like all you could ever ask for right when the stars aligned perfectly it was like fake it didn't make sense so it was just sort of like one of those things where like we were just saying like the whole time we were just like so grateful for whatever the hell was going on food at night oh my god dude we were pigging out yeah, because you were just working out for seven hours. You're picking, dude. Out. That sounds amazing. Well, congrats so on fun. an amazing Thank trip. You. Thank you. Yeah, I didn't go to Oaxaca, so <laughs> <laughs> I was working. You were in the doctor's office. I saw no PT, physical oh, therapy. PT, there we go. Yeah, I go a couple times a week, dude. Look at this. Are you seeing this? Are you it's seeing this nobility right now, you guys? Look at this. That's hard work and dedication right there. You look if you like don't a dancer. Video, you know what I'm saying? Look at that flexibility, you guys. Oh, actually, you want to hear something funny? Did I yeah. tell you about this? No. Nope. I showed up to the PT office the first time. Not the first time, but I went to this new place. It's like a sports place. Every time I go in there, I don't know much about like a pro athletes in regards to like who's hot right now or who's what. But every time I go in there, there's just people that look like the professional athletes, like dudes who look like Vikings, people that are 6'6" huge so it's like a very high level sports place whatever and they're just me you know walking in like not even in shape whatever anyway so i had this trainer pt lady and she's like 30 years in the business whatever whatever so she's like i want to start with just a bit of stretching and just gonna see where you're at so she, so she lays me on my back gives me a belt okay puts it around my foot pulls it back and i and i stop when i'm when i can't go anymore she's like okay go ahead and start when I'm at my max. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, she you thinks, can start you can no, start no, no, now. No, she literally thinks I'm just kind of like adjusting the strap. And I'm like, We're no, there. We're we're done. And she starts busting out laughing. In my face. She couldn't she she, she figured I was joking of how bad it was. She was just like, <laughs> stop. All right, go ahead. And I'm like, I'm not kidding. And she was like, oh my God, you need to stretch more. Like she literally like said that right to my face. Like, I love doctors <laughs> like that. She couldn't believe it. She was just like, are you kidding? I, there's <laughs> nothing I love more than like a doctor like that. who just, just like roasted me. 
It's the best. Roasted me. Because then I'll listen to them. No, no, you trust them. They're like It's kind of like, you know what? That, I, I equate that to the server at the restaurant that goes, don't get the meatballs. They're trash. I appreciate you're it. Like, oh, okay. You're not just trying to sub me the most expensive like, thing. You. They're like, you know what's good? The surf and turf. And you're like, obviously, because it's the most expensive every thing on the time, menu. You every know every I mean? time I You know what else is out. really good? The tomahawk steak. You're like, of course it is. But when I, someone goes like, honestly, the tomahawk steak is overpriced. not that good. Then you're like, I trust you. And you're like, I'd go, you know, I'd go ribeye. And you're like, really? Really? God, tell me more. Well, I think I'll go tomahawk. I think <laughs> now I don't trust you. <laughs> Do you just you're just no. playing with them now? You just yeah, you want to it's like I just appreciate the honesty of it. Oh, she but just roasted me. I, and I love that, especially when you're dealing with health, because it's like, what am I am I are you kidding? Like Right. Like, we all you know, know we're I lying know, to each other. I here. know I'm a piece of shit. I'm like when I go to the doctor and they're like, Oh, you're in like peak, but it's like, no, come on. Like seriously. Right. It's like going to the dentist and they're like, Do you floss? And you're like, and they're just like, okay, you need to start. You're like, like, if I say no, will it be reported back to my insurance? Or people who floss like the day before they go to the and they just walk into the dentist and what gums bleeding <laughs> yeah, already. They're like, I floss, see? They're like, mm, yeah. No proof. Um, you want to get into this episode? Yeah. Let's get into it. Uh, week six. I mean, we start with the demise of Nate. That's why I cried. You cried? I was crying when Gabby was crying. It hit me so hard. The way she cries makes you cry. I get that. I, well, I felt the emotions of it. And it time. was so... She was trying not to the whole time. She was really trying to just like get her words out. And it wasn't like to showcase how much she felt for him. It was like super real. And I was like... I was also getting really upset with Nate. Because I was like, why are you not fighting for her? Why are you just accepting this? Well, it was interesting she had the type of cry that was like you said she wasn't emotional she was sobbing because it was the and i just want to tell you it was like and, you know you're like, crying so hard you can't even breathe she was really trying not to break down yeah, and she, she was like just and holding it and I, just like really trying to just be like just like that's not what she wanted to do and yes. like and she was and she cried immediately. Did you notice this? E and she's like, I just wanted to tell you that. And it's like, oh my God. Did she start sobbing immediately? Face, dude, he did was you, like, what the hell is the going panic? on? Yeah. He had the, he had, I will say this. That was a true face of surprise. Mm -hmm. Like he couldn't believe it. He was just like, you know, a lot of guys get because well, they were literally that. having. She's like, "Let's sit on this park bench right here," and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. And then she's like, "Hi, can you?" He's like, "What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> like, what's happening?" There was no. She doesn't have a build up with the cry. She's like, "Hey, um, I just wonder if we get sit over here and and you're like, oh, oh, oh what?" <laughs> but so I just you could got, tell she was holding it in and but, it just burst out. I but, think okay, I think how he handled thing. himself was like. He did a good job as always, but I was really upset that she was giving him all of the fuel to fight back and he didn't do it once. And it, to me, I thought like maybe he was thinking about it of like, what are the rules on this? Like, is he going to look like an asshole if he's like, no, like you don't want to actually do that. Like, is that like coerced? Like, you know, but to me, I was like, when she said like, and I know that if I meet her, I'm going to fall in love with her. I wanted to be like, I wanted to like scream at them and just be like, 
you are so afraid right now because you have no idea what it's going to be like. But that's not a reason to not do something. If anything, that's just a reason to keep him on through hometowns. So you can experience that side of yourself because she's, I think she's so afraid of that because she's so traumatized yeah. by her relationship with her mom that she's like, doesn't think that she could be a good mom. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's not a reason to not try. That's not a reason to not see the, like hometowns is still, you don't, it's not like you're, it's not like if you go to hometowns with Nate, you guys are guaranteed to get married. It's more just like, dude, like, and that's what I was just really upset with him for not just being like, talking. we don't it. have to do this. It doesn't have to be mm-hmm. like that. Your fears aren't a reality yet. None of that is happening. None of that <sighs> is happening yet. So okay. why are we going to stop this right now? I understand. Here's my counterpoint. I understand him not fighting for it because... I understood, like to me, I thought it was brave of her to be like, because I, I I think there is levels of like, yes, traumatized by her mother, fearful of the love, fearful of being a bad mom or whatever, you know, all, all that fear. But I do also understand being like, I don't even love someone yet. And to think about raising a child, like I'm not, you know what I mean? Like I'm not in that window yet. Like I'm not divorced and have a child of my own. So I know what the whole process, like I don't even have a boyfriend yet. And I'm not even in the world of like raising children. So like, I understand that level for her being like deep down. I know I'm not looking to be a mom right now. I'm just looking for someone to love. And then on his end, like I was kind of putting myself in his place and I go, to be honest with you, if I was falling for someone and they voiced this to me, I would probably go, you know what? Thank you for telling me. I'm not in the business of trying to convince someone to be in a relationship with me because I have a kid because I know how hard it is to like raise a child. I just know that it would be really hard over time once actually things get hard to like, that's all I'm saying is like, I understand both ends there. Both me and you were surprised to become dads. Yes, but we were already in a loving relationship. We were, it was our child. You were. Well, yes. Okay, you're right. I sure no, shit no, no. wasn't. You're right, but at the same time, it's your child. So there was yeah. a level of like I, you, you then you you then did the responsible thing to step into your fatherly role, where she's like the kid's already five, six, seven, eight. I'm now just doing this basically because I've never even met the child for the love of this person. So you know what I'm saying? Like if you and Becca would have wouldn't have bro- wouldn't have stayed together, you still would have been in your child's life. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. When you choose to be with someone like that, you're choosing the child. I have. That's two, all I'm saying. I it's have like, two friends, two of my best friends. One of them who was on on this trip with. Yeah. His, um. Well, we'll just call her his wife. She's still married to her previous husband. She has three <laughs> kids from previous relationships that he'd helped take on. Right. And now they have a fourth kid together. At the time when she had three kids, dude, they started dating when we were like 25. Okay, so they've been together a long time. he was just, yeah, I mean, he took that shit on. I was like- But he was down. In a way, I mean, he was not, he was being like, their dads are going to be more involved than he thought- That he was aware of. Yeah, I mean, really, like, he's taken on a ton of it. Granted, like, their dads are great, but, like... But did he have to be convinced? 
I I mean, I spent a lot of time trying to tell him that that this was all a bad idea. Right. Because I was like, bro, what are we? You're what? What the hell about our lives right now? And I'm not saying it's a good you or bad idea. I'm more saying that like if one person saying I'm not ready for this, I understand Nate great. being like, I'm not. I'm looking for someone who is ready. But it pushes you in anyway. Whatever. I understand what you're saying. I'm just like I have it. I have multiple friends who have have the situation done this situation. My friend who just recently got engaged, <clears throat> bravissimo Mackay. What's up? Uh, to his to his lady, she has a kid from a previous thing and he spent a long time in turmoil over like if he even wanted to take that responsibility yeah. on because it's you know, it's a lot. Yeah, of course. It's a ton, but so he's going to be serious about it. I was just I mean, yes, but you discover aspects of yourself when you're just willing to face the fears. And sure. so I was just extremely mad for like the obvious, obvious feelings they have for each other that my favorite couple of the show was being torn apart and Nate wasn't fighting for her and it was the only time that I've mm. been upset with him the whole show. And so I was very, uh, my tears turned to anger at that. Blood rage. Um, and now we'll move on because I'm just too, I'm too emotionally attached to the situation. <laughs> And it's dead, so I can't talk about it and anymore. Now it's done, done, dead and gone. And that's yeah, it. I looked at it like it's a tough one. But I agree with you. There is a fighting. You know, you could have gone like I'm trying, telling you right now, don't run from this. Blah blah blah. But I definitely understand him also being like, "Thanks for telling me now," because I'm not looking here. To, I'm not here to convince. No, you. that's what I said. You I, know what I mean? I think he did a great job. What he did, I just I wanted to see him fight. Because I was thinking to myself, okay, let's say me and Jess broke up, and I have Ember, whatever. And then I'm like seeing this girl and she's just like, I'm not ready to be a mom. I'd be like, I am not spending a lot of time here to try to convince you. Like this is a lot of work. You need to be like ready for this. When you put it like that, it'd be like, there's, there's the door. Right. That's what I'm saying. It could be a little offensive or it's right there. (laughs) What are you still doing? And I thought it was so mature of her to be like, I'm mad for this guy. I absolutely am falling in love with him, but I know myself and I'm not ready for that. So it felt like they both handled it really well. I just think, I mean, I remember when I was like thinking of myself where I was like, I'm not, I don't have, I'm not, I don't look at myself as being ready for a relationship. Therefore, I'm not relationship material where it was Uh, like, no, like just let alone father material, accepting being in a relationship is how you become ready, is how you become relationship material, just navigating it. Going through it is yeah. how you become. Also, what is relationship material? Because everybody's relationship's different. So the material for you, I don't know. you know what I mean? Like, there's people. Well, this what? is why I'm like, what was I even like? You mean like you have a great job and you're responsible? Like, what is it? What is that means your marriage is going to last because you have a good know. job and you wake up early in the morning and you go to the gym? Like, we all know that doesn't matter. Everyone's relationship's different. That's my. That's kind yeah, of yeah. That's like, your point. So anyway, whatever. Okay. We, like we said, it's dead and gone. Another topic I want to discuss is that they are in Amsterdam and no one is seems to talk about what Amsterdam is known for. Cheese. Yeah, apparently Amsterdam is known for rivers. cheese and tulips. Cheese, tulips, and rivers. That's what you're talking about, right? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about because that's all anyone ever has known Amsterdam Oh, for. bikes, bikes. Bicycling. A lot of bicycling. Cheese and tulips yeah. and the canals and that's all. That's what you're talking about, right? Yeah. That's what Amsterdam. And I've is heard about. Uh, Amsterdam has some like house, like experimental housing that's pretty, like on the water. Pretty which cool is interesting. architecture. Mm-hmm. They're like some of the houses are like they're leaning, 
but then yeah. the windows are like straight, but like the houses are all leaning on each other. So you're talking it's about really that no one cute. was bringing up about like the leaning houses. Yeah, no one talked about the architecture. Yeah, and that was really disappointing. Because <laughs> that's that's why a bunch of twenty year olds go to Amsterdam or the public park spaces where people gather. Because I remember growing up and being like, oh, all the 20-year-olds want to go to Amsterdam because of the bicycling and the canals. And honestly, the cafe culture. It is very chill. Like There's a cappuccino, really chill out. cafe culture there. No one wanted to... No one... We didn't... There wasn't a mention N- about any of this. No one touched it on any of this stuff. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was, and so we're like... I was just like, are we seriously going to be here and not bring up any of this? Granted, they did do the dominatrix thing, which was like... Yeah, they were kind of okay. hinting at some stuff there the whipping but i was like are we really like abc like you're not going to show like oh we're not going to show any of the red light district we're not going to show like any weed stuff even though it's legal yeah but i guess it's censorship it's still not Americans, even the fact that it's legal no there. but it doesn't it's matter it's legal Americans. here what is weed oh but i still no, no no but it's not federally isn't it it's just state so you i know i still on these i still think on tv you can't say even say smoked weed you can't show weed you can't do any of that stuff so like they have to be able to do that like they can't show a joint you know now i one thing i will tell you and you know this too working you know like your dad's in tv i work in music behind the scenes with a lot of people we do know that the crew is chiefing was down. absolutely going to those cafes and 1, getting thousand blasted percent. on day off. One thousand percent. The crew is going crazy. They're getting Amsterdam. high quality hash because <laughs> that's the truth, ladies and gentlemen. You do not go to Amsterdam for for wheat. You don't go for a flower wheat. California, Oregon, Washington. That's the best weed in the entire world. Okay. You don't go to Europe and smoke marijuana. You go to Europe and you buy hash. It's a hash culture. Got it. And it's the fucking best hash in the world. Got it. Moroccan hash. That's what you want. All right. You don't Tell want them. bubble bag, none of that bullshit. You That's don't what want we get baths. here. Bubble bag. Sorry, bubble bag. Yeah, you don't want that. You want Moroccan hash that's what you want that's what you want ladies and gentlemen i've always, I've always said that and you get i i know i've told i told you about it i'm really i'm stealing the words out of your mouth yeah, thank I apologize. You. <laughs> but that's what you want okay okay and i'm just like also dude mushrooms are everywhere there oh yeah is i'm that, just is that surprised. Legal? Oh, yeah mushrooms are where legal did there? they go in the city they had to go off they had to get out of the city center <laughs> to do avoid those to things. go to places where people actually like live in amsterdam because if you're in the city center it's everywhere it's it was the, funny when they were on that date and it was just like i the tulips here i've heard are beautiful dude then there's no tulips anywhere <laughs> even like, near I don't, when i was in amsterdam i don't remember tulips. you have to drive so far out of like that's a netherlands thing that's, <laughs> that's like, like the dutch yes that is this that's the country that like yes right. it's there but like Amsterdam sure <laughs> shit. I've never, known. I've never heard someone go. Oh, we're getting we're going to go over to Amsterdam because the tulips are things wild. Amsterdam is known for that aren't mushrooms and weed is <laughs> Anne Frank, right? And then the second one is the Van Gogh Museum. Yeah, which I was like, why didn't they go to the Van some, Gogh Museum know, and look like, at art? There could have you been some, some. The Bachelor's so cheap. They would have had to rent out the Van Gogh Museum, yeah. which is like a massive tourist attraction. Sure. So they just like they weren't going to pull it off. It's they like, could have done like something in front of it. It's like going to Paris and they don't go to the Louvre. They don't even go to where the fucking glass domes are. They, they don't just go like, to the Arc de Triomphe. They go to a bench. And they're like, this is some weird place. In they didn't Paris. even rent bicycles. I know. No one, no one biked around. So anyway, those, those are things 
these were things I just, I really needed to clear, both Evan and I needed to clear the air. The air has been cleared. On that. Okay, broads, one more interruption. So at the end of a long day, sometimes you just need to wind down. We all know that feeling, right? Your to-do list was somehow longer at the end of the day than it was at the beginning of the day. Every single thing that could go wrong did go wrong. Your boss woke up on the wrong side of the bed. You just need something to take the edge off. When I have days like that and need to relax, I have been loving the gummies from Delta Munchies lately. So I have to tell you broads about them because... I hope you love them too, especially if you've tried other cannabis products and haven't been a huge fan. Yeah. And so the reason why is because Delta Munchies is making a whole line of products with an entirely new cannabinoid. It's called HHC. So if you've tried THC before and you maybe found it to be way too much for you and then you tried CBD products and they just didn't cut it, um, maybe try the HHC products from Delta Munchies because it has a psychoactive property in it. So it does give you a little cerebral relaxing body experience, but it's in a reduced level compared to THC products. So it's just a relaxing experience. Yeah, absolutely. Delta Munchies products are legal in all 50 states and can be purchased online and shipped right to your door. They have pens, tinctures, and my personal favorite, the gummies. When CBD alone just isn't cutting it for me, I take a bite of my Delta Munchies gummy and I get that relaxing euphoria. Delta Munchies is revolutionizing the way you find relief and they even ship straight to your door for free so you can skip the line at the dispensary altogether. You can shop online at deltamunchies.com and use code chatty20 for 20% off your first order. Again, that's deltamunchies.com. Use code chatty20 for 20% off your whole order. Okay, Rachel and Zach date. I feel like their date should have just said like Barbie and Ken. Yeah, but I I feel like their date should have said like brought to you by Briars vanilla bean ice cream because they're just so like down the middle, but they're kind of like white people. (laughs) Just like (laughs) down there, just like Hallmark white people. They're so they're very Hallmarky. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like brought to you by mayonnaise. Mayonnaise and cheese sandwiches. They're like a 1950s Coca-Cola Christmas commercial. (laughs) They really are. They're just like, isn't it wonderful here? And he's like, golly gee, it is. Yeah. It's like Pleasantville before sex gets introduced. What what do you call, uh, what's the, like the Stepford, remember that whole Mm -hmm. like thing where like everybody's robots and shit like, they're really like sweet. But they're definitely like just, yeah, everything's perfect. Pleasantville, 100%. Um, But dude, I will say this about him. He loves her. Totally. Like, I don't think I've ever seen someone on these dates. Usually people are trying to kind of play a game a little bit. You know, the the normal dating game. Like, I don't want to give it all away. I'm trying to build a little suspense. He's just like, I love you. I want you to meet my parents. We're going to get married. You say when. Yeah. Like, he, there's no, he's not doing any sort of, I'm trying to no, build some She's suspense. got him in the back pocket. She knows <laughs> she's like, that. okay, cool. He's good to go. I yeah. got him ready. Let's see what's going on. He can sit on the back burner. And she's <laughs> just got to fuel out the other guys that are. But the, he's, they seem madly connected. Now, of the other guys, Cheese Date, who surprises me, who constantly surprises me, is Babyface Tyler. He keeps. I keep thinking he's gone. The dude's got guns. He's jacked. The dude's he looked like a superhero and he was out first Tino, guy. Tino was like, dude, all these other guys, he's like, all these other guys obviously work out. He's like, but I have heart. But he did, that was pure will. Pure will. I mean, everyone else had like six pack abs, chest, everything. And he was just like, I will not lose. Yeah. 
this cheese contest. They're the poor, the poor guy who's like, I am lactose intolerant. <laughs> He's like, but because she likes cheese today, I guess I like cheese. And that for me was where I'm like, no, dude, stand your ground and just be like, I'm actually lactose intolerant. So like, are we going to eat cheese or like, what are we doing? Are we with just the cheese? doing cheese competition. Because if we're eating it, like for everybody's sake, get me some lactate pills. Yes. Pronto. Can I get some? Or can I do vegan cheese? Which is something like I would be like, yeah, stand out. That's a great move. Mm -hmm. Because I I will say like the biggest mistake you can make on first dates is to be too agreeable. Yeah. To just be like, whatever you want. Oh, where do you want to go? Oh, you like this? You like this? Yeah. I'd be like, oh, actually, no, like I'm actually allergic to cheese. You can order it all you want. It doesn't bother me. But for everyone's sake, I should not be fed the milk stuff. Or like... You want to go here for a dinner? I'm like, I don't. I think that place is really good. Actually, that place sucks. And I don't like it at all. Like, really, it's my favorite. Oh, why? Uh, just like, I mean, oh, I'm so whatever you want. Yeah, and that's conflict is sexy. Conflict is a little sexy. And there's nothing sexier than lactose intolerant conflict. <laughs> there's nothing hotter than on a date telling someone you're going to be shooting diarrhea out if you eat that. They love that. People love hearing. Actually, about that. do you know what death smells like? Because if you want that, you can. I can eat that cheese if that's what you like. <laughs> would you like? If you like the smell, would you like to hear me have apocalyptic sounds in your <laughs> yeah, bathroom you when you get to your place? If you want to hear abnormal noises <laughs> coming from my gut, like do you know you, that? Do you know that comedian Sebastian Maniscalco? He's no. a kind of Italian style guy, but he talks about how on his first date with his wife, like she's like really. They went to an Italian place, and um. And he, it, she ordered like tiramisu or something, but he's lactose intolerant. And he's like, I just ate it, just stomach it. And he's like, I would like go to, and he's like, how's that her place? And we were about to hook up. And he's like, hey, rest real quick. And he's like farting in her towels. <laughs> <laughs> like to not make the sound. And he's just like. <gasps> <gasps> I saw this meme of a dude, like just like that dude, giant. Lactose has to be the worst thing. I'm not lactose, but I, I can't imagine having like brutal you know, stomach like, pain dude that those early days when you're like terrified to do anything like that oh. in front of someone is so anxious it's so, so much point, anxiety at this point i have to remember not to fart in are public. you a farter in front of her like do you just rip huge farts i have absolutely no no qualms reservations whatsoever about passing gas and it's to the point where, like i have almost no reservations about a lot of things i should probably now, will have you, reservations will you like to have about? a couple that like poops in front of each other while you're talking no okay no but i like if i'm itchy i itch your butt what do you mean ever dude anything that itches will be itched i will itch it (laughs) and i will be working the front desk talking to someone mid and be like oh yeah i'm not supposed to do that (laughs) right because you kind of you get too comfortable i'm just used to just like working like you know i'm just used to existing in like a very informal state got it and so it's just like not yeah to me this is what the effect this is what um the lockdown did to me this is my thing post lockdown is uh, yeah. all of my you know things that we're supposed to do for all my manners are just totally <clears throat> gone you know what the lockdown did to me what shorts mm, you like shorts now big shorts guy i love shorts i used to be a shorts guy when i was young and then i was like a black you know i was in music black jeans guy for like yeah, what is that about I, music and just black stuff all the time? It's kind of like uniform, you know, you, you, it's like it's style, it's style mixed with like, you know, whatever you whatever you're doing and like, you know, there's kind of a general vibe to what genre of music you're in, blah blah. Anyway, the pandemic put me back in shorts. Now, I will say this. I don't think Jess appreciates 
one thing about my fashion now. Okay. Biggest problem with my fashion now is that I wear the same thing all the time. Mm. And I need to kind of start like shifting it. Jess will be like, Jess is really sweet. She actually never says it. But I'll, you know, I'll see the look. She'll, but I'll, she's like fashion. But she's Nista. like fashionista. But like, she'll, you know, she, I'll come out and she'll kind of, she'll give me the look and be like, and you just you just catch it, and it's like I, I'm sorry, I'm wearing the same thing again. <laughs> Becca can't even Becca can't even have the conversation with me. What do you mean? She uh, she'll just be like be like um, I'll just be like because I basically I have this and then I have suits. Right, right. They're they're very different. So she'll just be like, it's date night. I'll be like, great, and I just basically like have what I have, and I'll just like put on pants. I'll just be like, all right, I'm ready to go. And she's like, again. Just whatever. It's just like what I'll wear a sweatshirt and a hat and just be like, cool, I'm ready. <laughs> it's a nice sweatshirt. Right, right. I don't See, understand. I don't understand what the problem is. I look nice. She's like, you look nice for like a 15 year old. <laughs> right. My thing is, is, is I can dress up because I still have some cool clothes. It's the day to day. That's the problem for me. So if we have a date night, I can turn it on because I have some cool clothes. But the problem is the day to day where it's like I've worn the same shorts for a month. I've worn the same shoes for a month. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a little bit Dude. like, okay, Evan, oh, like, let's just not me. do this again and again. And it's time for me to change you guys. One of the saddest parts of the surf trip was that my chatty bros tie-dye got <sighs> ripped off me in the water. Oh, you were wearing a shirt in the water? It's like a, like a rash guard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a rash guard, I don't want to yeah. wear a rash guard. It's like right. a rash guard. Unless you're a pro surfer, that's kind of gnarly. Rash guards for boogie boarders. Right, right. I was wearing... Pro surfers and boogie boarders. Yeah, just... And only in competition. Right. It's like no one just wears a rash guard. Right. You wear a t-shirt. But I had the tie-dye Chatty Bros shirt on and I got um, just worked. And it literally... Ripped the off The force you. of me just cartwheeling on the floor of the... <laughs> because you <laughs> ate it? Yeah, we were on like this sand, it was like a sand, sand break, like a, it was a beach break, just like, like a bar barreling right on where it broke. Like sure. it was a breaking out of like two feet of water. That's what causes the barrel, just right? It's heavy. Just like a, yeah. And I was just in the washing machine and it fully ripped my shirt <laughs> off my body. And I was just like, how, how did that <laughs> you happen? You went in with a shirt, you came out with I no shirt. I never had that happen. And I was like, I'm all the shirts too. I was like, it was such a sick shirt to be surfing. But why in. would you be? Oh, it was a sick. You should have taken. Did you take a picture in it? You should have taken a picture in it. I, dude, I don't even know. We were like, did you bring any like water cameras to like? No. <laughs> dude, is that corny or is that guys, just bad? The guys that been I'm sick. With, you should have taken some we stuff. Don't like. We were literally like, oh, this would be a cool photo idea. No and one we had were like, anything. No yeah, GoPro. Throw me a beer. Not even a GoPro. Nothing. We were more concerned about like. Where's the beer? Where's the beer? Do we have beer? Where is it? And then about anything else. And I think we were like, we talked about some photo ideas and then we just like, oh, we just didn't do it. Right. I don't know. We talked about so many photo ideas. And then never had And we one. talked about a lot of ideas for the guy to take photos to advertise his thing, but we sure shit weren't going to take yeah. them. All right, let's jump back in. Yeah. We got distracted. I want to talk about Tino. Baby back bitch. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. I want my baby back, baby back. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, bitch. In barbecue sauce. No chilies, baby back, bitch. In barbecue sauce. Um, by the way, kind good. You have range, Evan. I mean, you have the low notes. You have my low notes. I go and barbecue sauce. Like I don't really have it. Barbecue sauce. Yeah, you have it. 
I've got the I've got the whole but I don't Okay, let's talk about this. First of all, before we get into Tino, what is a baby back bitch? Can someone explain that to me? I don't know, but it's funny. I don't know what that term is. It was really funny though when it, he said hey, it, it, it was, was and it was like he was it, it's one thing to use it as a funny term. To be like if you were like stop being a baby back bitch. Ha 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 ha. But to be like Dude, what's with Tino? He's, He's being, being a, a baby, baby back, back bitch. bitch. <laughs> it's like, what? It's kind of out of pocket. It it's out really- of pocket entirely, <laughs> bro. It's. I would say it it's equivalent funny. to like being if he would have been like, dude, Tino's being such a butt face. <laughs> I really wish that that was what they had said. Yeah, I don't know. He's been a little bit of a butt face. Like, What's with Tino? He's like a total butthole right now. It's like, what? I love a when baby people say that. back bitch. It's so funny to me. That's what I But one also, of one. like, what was he crying about? I just don't get it. Like, what do you mean, Tyler? Tino. Okay. What's the deal? Like, okay, you won the cheese contest. So that means Rachel's no. supposed to like you? No, he didn't get the rose for winning the cheese Okay, but we saw this last week too mm-hmm. with Tino. You remember when she canceled the group date uh-huh. because of the Logan situation? Mm-hmm. He goes, do you remember what he said to her during their kind of like... Oh, he went up to her and he was like really goes, upset about it. No, he goes, the fact that you canceled the group date made me feel very unseen. That's right. And she's like, oh. And then he gets her to be like... Insecure gets her to be like, thank much. you... I don't, I look, yeah, sure, insecurity, definitely. I look at him as like, we see this with a couple guys every time. It's the, wait, you said no to me? That's on you thing. That's what's going on right now. Like, Tino's straight up that guy who's like, listen, I won the contest. He even said during the episode, I hit every point. I don't know why I didn't get the rose. Like, he's like, what more do you want? I'm good looking. I'm cool. I did the cheese contest. I checked I'm all chill. the boxes. I checked all the boxes, he said. It's like, it's those guys that turn it into, this isn't a competition. It's just me and you and these other guys are here. And then when they don't get what they want, they get like tweaked. They're like, I'm getting pissed, honestly. Do you know who? I just, it's so funny to me. You know who is, um, who I thought did a good and a bad job where I was like, wow, you're a total douchebag, but you're the kind of like asshole girls just end up liking was stockbroke boy from West Palm beach on Gabby's date. Stockbroke boy. When they did Gabby's date, West Palm beach, Florida boy, when they were doing the dominatrix thing and the Dom is like, I will whip you if you're lying. And she's like, how many have you slept with over 10 women? And instead of just going, Um, instead of just going, yeah, he just goes, do you know who I am? (laughs) You're talking about, uh, and he's just silent. Johnny. He's silent. (coughs) Let me see the picture. Yes. Yes. And she's silent and she goes 20 and he's like, "Mm." he's like, and she's like hundreds and he's like "Mm, pumpkin. I would have just been like, there's the door. There's the fucking door, you loser. But it, but it, it kind Why of didn't like, you just say yes? Like, it's instead of just being like, <laughs> like, yeah, do you know who you're talking to? Remember, they had a one-on-one last week. <laughs> do you know who you're talking to? I kind of loved it just for the sake I of like... I hate it. I like it because it like... I like that he wasn't... 
I'm not saying it was a great move, but I do appreciate the fact that he was one of the few guys that wasn't like, this is so awkward. You well, know no, what I mean? So like, he kind of leaned in and was just like, yeah. That's why I was like, I li- that's why I'm saying he's the kind of like, he's the douchebag asshole girls like that. It's like, you just don't be like, okay, yeah, like you're a fun dude. <laughs> right. But in that moment, you're like, dude, like there's a, it's like, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just like the way you answered it. Like, have you slept with over 10 women? Do you know who I am? Does a bear shit in the woods? <laughs> like, um, what? Well, dude, we're back at the bachelor. Just like, or the bachelor bachelorette franchise, like has to do these sexual things. Okay. The cheese- they literally can't stop being like, let's put these people in sexually compromising positions that make everyone uncomfortable. This is like so weird to me about like our country of like this sexual insecurity of our, like of where we're like at it's with a this big stuff. joke that we're talking about penises oh and God, dude. vaginas and we're talking the, about sex and everyone's like, ah, and it's like, they make it that way because cheese, of the way they treat it. The cheese contest where it's like, obviously producers told Rachel to be like, and if you want to take your shirt off, it's okay. Right. Now, what was funny as hell to me was the like Dutch women who were there, just like the cheese, du- the Dutch cheese ladies watching the men take their shirt off were psyched. Oh, they were cheering. Do you hear everybody cheering? They were very excited about them taking their shirts off, especially the old women. Yeah, they were like, finally were like, some action in this cheese like, town. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> like, we don't get all the action in the outskirts here in Cheeseville. In Cheeseville, in Cheese Town. <laughs> because this is definitely not downtown. No. Um, but yeah, Tony, it was interesting to watch him because it was like he turned, he was always this kind of like suave, like cool guy. And all of a sudden, even the way he t- started talking, it's just like, what the fuck's going on? Like, he's no what longer. Am I, what, he, 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 I thought he was like this cool, suave guy. Now all of a sudden, he's like kind of spoiled kid vibes. He no longer has Twyler energy to me. Speaking of which, actually, I was just thinking of this. Can we check in on Twyler? What's he up to? I did see that he was dating someone and what's then they IG recently broke right up. Now? What's his, what's going um, on with wait, Twyler? We gotta, we gotta wrap this, we gotta wrap this recap up. We can't, doesn't everyone want to know what's happening with Twyler though? Does everyone get alerts about what Twyler's up to except me? Oh, we gotta talk about, um, I just want to see COVID. Tyler, this isn't him. 37K, not, can't, can't be Tyler. That's definitely not Tyler. It's just Tyler. That guy's, this guy I gotta give up to. His account is just, Tyler. Whoa. You know how many people have probably offered him millions for that? Everyone who's named Tyler looks exactly like someone who would be named yes. Tyler. Tyler's very you I think what happens is that you're named Tyler and then you turn into a Tyler. Tyler Cameron, two point two million followers. Dude. Twyler, dude, Twyler. my dude is still just Twilering it up. Are you Twyler, kidding me? Twyler, dude. Look at Twyler, dude. What the heck? Modeling. Twyler. Modeling. And dude, Twyler. Imagine going from a construction job in like the middle of USA to like being a world famous good looking guy that just like. That's all he's famous for is just being ridiculously. You know, in Zoolander when they're like. What is what more to life is there than just being ridiculously, ridiculously good looking? Yeah, that's him. That's literally him. Tyler better not go to a gas station anytime soon. No, definitely not. Although, no, it's really his friends that shouldn't. Yeah, and then here he is, just on a boat full of girls, just Twilering it up. Just like, what would that be like? Cute dog photo, <clears throat> getting kissed by dogs. 
Spoiler. What would it be like to be that good looking to where you just walk around and people go, whoa. <laughs> Tyler. He... <laughs> But just where people go, whoa, like, did you see that James, guy? If the James Bond women were men, they'd all be Twyler. Yes. Like, that's what... But just like, what would that be like to be like cruising around as a guy and just be like so good looking that like everyone looks at you and just, just like, whoa, look at that guy. Every guy, every girl, every everybody who's just like, whoa, did you see that guy? And then they're just like, would you want to come hang out with us? And hey, you want to, they're like, you want to come on our, 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 our boat? Tyler, can we get, get your a book deal? Can and we like, get your thoughts on this? And he's like, dude, I love pizza. And he goes, you know what I always say? Tyler loves pizza. <laughs> <laughs> no, and he, and he might be the super smartest guy, but it's more just like, that would be dope. It would be so cool just to be that good looking where people are just like, oh, right, right this way, sir. To be ridiculously, ridiculously, ridiculously good, good looking. looking. <laughs> Let's talk about the Logan situation. How did he get it? Well, we don't know. We know nothing. All we know is that the way that he came in, the way that Jesse came in was like, Gabby, I'm so sorry to tell you this. This is insane. But um, something's happened. That's what he, he said, like, something's happened. I know. And he's like, Logan got COVID-19. He's totally fine. Everything's fine. We're just letting you know. And dude, something I just, happened. I love that she's like, okay, first and foremost, I hope he's okay. Uh, you know, it's like all you could tell that was written on Gabby's face is like, what next? Yeah. Right. What next to just plague my bachelorette experience? What next? Because this is turning out to just be a load of crap. What I think it is. So I think the conspiracy is this. I think that it's clearly the producers and the show trades off every week. Bad week for Gabby. Bad week for Rachel. Bad week for Gabby, right? Last week, Rachel went through it. Yeah. Tough row ceremony. Then Logan comes in and goes, I don't want to be with you, right? They go, well, Gabby had to say goodbye to Nate, but that was her choice. We got we to gotta make her pay this week. It's her week to be in pain. Rachel's having a good week with Zach, having a good week with the other guys. So do you think they drugged him with so, COVID? No, I think my my conspiracy must just be that they're like, we have to figure something out with this. So we're just going to tell him that uh, he can't come to the, there's a, there was an issue. They were like, let's put him on the park bench where there's, a, tell all these people, like, just go breathe on him. Like, no, because here, here's my thing. They would have done a video camera. They would have done a, hey guys, what's up? I'm in my room. I got COVID. I know sucks you think it's fake i don't know but i'm going they would have you would have heard from him he would have posted a video you know they would have done a video been like hey guys um this is a message from logan he just wanted to talk to you gabby and say he's so sorry what happened or he you know what there would have been something but it was just there's been an occurrence mm -hmm. it's like he got abducted by aliens so i, I think they're, they're trying to even do. the playing field like always they're trying to hurt somebody they're trying or to hurt either gabby or rachel for the or week or they'll make her go through the rose ceremony didn't they? No. Yes. Yes. Rose ceremony, but they canceled. They canceled the cocktail, the cocktail party. party even even though, though Logan could have just even though Jesse goes in to tell everyone. So already you're not like quarantining or anything. No. And then they do the rose. So it's like, what are if we you're doing all here? Do the rose ceremony. Why didn't you do the cocktail party? But Logan, Gabby's can't, just sitting there in her dress, ready. Logan can't do the rose ceremony. 
So remind me what happened. Does he go? Does he get sent home? No, you just never hear from him again for right now. He just, just doesn't did, exist. Who did Gabby send home? Gabby Does Logan sent just get home. to float through this because he has COVID? So now just he's going to go to hometown. No, no, he he marries her. So they give, I like the idea of, of he, because he gets COVID, he goes all the way to the end and then he just shows up last day yeah. <laughs> and he wins just by default. The move. Um, but anyway, Spencer goes home. Um, but I wasn't shocked by that. I mean, it's kind of like, that's kind of yeah. what I saw coming. Um, wait, what were we Honestly, doing one of the least, this was one of the least dramatic rose ceremonies. Yeah, just so the, COVID it's the COVID thing was very suspicious because they didn't even do it in a way that was like, guys, you got COVID. We're going to do a quick lockdown. It, you know what I mean? It was very weird because it was like, hey, guys, um, he got COVID. And wa- even though I'm talking to you, even though everyone's been around him, even though we've all done this. And then also and uh, all of you had to just take like an emergency test right now. Yeah. And then they would they would have done some more like kind of they would have shown behind the scenes like figure but it was just very like all right now get back in the room and do our thing and continue it was really weird and even the way he walked in he goes there's been an occurrence it's it's so like what the fuck like did i tell you about i i didn't tell you about this but during i had a bachelor dream while i was on the surf trip in which i fought jesse palmer are you for real yeah i was a contestant on the show and we had to do a knot tying competition (laughs) And we had to do like old Boy Scout knots, but um, they gave me pieces of wood instead of ropes. You're like, this is slightly rigged. And I was like, this doesn't go. This, <laughs> this, this will works. be difficult. And Jesse was like, oh, just like fray it like string cheese or whatever. And I was like, are you an idiot? And <laughs> Let's get this straight. Let's and get this straight. You had a dream that you were on the show and you had a competition with Jesse Palmer to tie ropes. So he was hosting it. And they I gave, was competing okay, against the other contestants. Okay. And they, they all they got gave ropes. you specifically wood. They gave me wood. Sort of like <laughs> when they do the photo shoots and everyone else gets a costume and someone else just gets a leaf. You know, and it's like, oh, yeah, or like, yeah, like some guy gets like a beautiful suit and the other guy gets a baby costume. And so they gave me <laughs> pieces of wood instead of ropes. He's like, fray it out, make it like a, uh, like a bamboo, like a, one of those chairs or something. And I got stressed out and I started, I started arguing with Jesse about the impossibility of competing in the, in the competition with sticks of wood. And he told me to peel them into pieces like string cheese. At which point we'd evolved into wrestling. Oh, that would have done well. I was I was championing, and then I was like kicking him in the butt, <laughs> which didn't bode well for me um, as a contestant. Um, and yeah, and then I woke up and I was texting Becca about it, and I was like, "Just so you know, like I was just like the and when I woke up, it was so vivid." I was still like in it emotionally and I was just like, then I was like deconstructing my behavior on it. And I was like, you were insecure about the way you acted on a fake show in a fake dream. I was just like, I should have realized that producers were fucking with me. Um, and I was like, and I, even though it was a dream and they got under my skin and I fully cracked, I fully cracked. And then like, it felt so real that I was almost going to bring up like, 
I would probably be behaving like Tino on the show. I don't think I would, I don't think I'd perform very well. You'd be like, Hey, I didn't feel very seen when you made I, me, when you made me uh tie with wood. I think that they would like, I'd be like, why are we all holding cheese up? <laughs> <laughs> they would have like put like more like, like, you know, like, I, I don't know. They would have just compromised me in some way. And I was just not, um, I didn't handle it well. And I got like Listen, a sneak what peek. else? You know, it's, that happens. How weird is that? But yeah, I beat up Jesse Palmer in my dream. And that was, um, Very that was weird. pretty funny. We should do an episode where we talk about dreams, weird dreams we've had. I've, I've got some, some weird ones. Yeah. <laughs> well, we love you guys. Um, we hope you have a great weekend. I'm glad you had a great surf trip. That sounds amazing, Thank you, man. Dude. I want a little trip like that. I want to. Can I go on a golf surf? We're trip? talking about um, going you know, to Nicaragua for my uh, cool. Nica trip for my bachelor That'd party. Be sick. May Juneish. Really? Yeah. I'm there. Mm. Even if I'm not invited. There's I'm there. golf courses there too. Really? So yeah, we'd be going on on the Colorado Beach. So it's like that sounds like amazing good waves in front and then golf courses in the back dude there would be nothing more epic than like surfing and then golfing surf and turf surf and turf oh i just caught it love you guys have a great weekend we will see you next week for week seven of the batch whatever random shit we get up to peace and love I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. Baby back, bitch. Baba Gizar. Bye, Chester.